The Carpenter Rants. Hey everybody, and welcome to TCR. Three nobodies talking about the masterworks of horror cinema. And we're those nobodies. I'm Caleb. Yeah, I'm Doug. I'm Kendall. Hey everybody. How was hey. your Hey? <laughs> uh, how was your Halloween? Let hope us everyone... know. Yeah, hope everyone had a good one. Hope you did something spooky. Uh, my uh my son, my five-year-old, picked a uh, scary costume uh, for the first time ever. He's usually something cute or some kind of like you know um, intellectual property that we've all become accustomed to worshiping. So um, this year he picked just some random like hooded ghoul figure with like light up eyes, and um, it was uh, super cute. And uh, he just looks tiny and scary, but uh, it's a it's a really cute, uh, scary kids costume. I liked it. Cool, cool. Uh, my uh, my darling wife made some uh, Halloween cookies, uh, which I tried one. And uh, if uh, if you or yep, if you're a long time listener, you know I'm recording from the toilet now. Um, I very rarely ingest sugar, but, um, this is one of my, it's one of those magic days of the year where we celebrate Satan with, uh, sweets and all the other delicious things he created. Mm-hmm. You know, it. damn right. And it's just, uh, you know, it's just the most wonderful time of year because it's the holiday season. Uh, Halloween is behind us now. Our October series just goes downhill from here. Yeah. <laughs> Our October series is behind us. Uh, we talked about uh, werewolves uh, last month in a little series called Ran at the Moon. Yeah, he did do it. I was excited. All right. Um, yeah. How's it like that bonus pod? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ernest Scared Stupid. What a classic. Mm-hmm. What a classic. Uh, and if you didn't hear all that, folks, you know where to find all that goodness. The archives. Mm-hmm. Four years worth of nonsense, and it's all there for you for free. Over 200 episodes. About 10 of them good. <laughs> some, some are decent. <laughs> I believe was your review. <laughs> some are decent. Um, yeah, I've been, uh, you know, so every once in a while, I like to pull the curtain back a little inside the pod. <gasps> Um, but I was looking at some of the numbers and like, you know, where people are listening from and like how, you know, what episodes they're listening to. Doug, you'll be shocked to find that, um, this month, uh, over 150 downloads of, I always feel like somebody's watching me. God, just this month. What is that? What is with that episode? That is our. That is our most listened to and download episode. Of and it was time. like our fourth episode. <laughs> it's not even close. It's the most downloaded episode of this entire show. I guess because that one is like the forgotten Carpenter movie. Maybe. I don't know if oh, it's like weird. something. I don't know if it's something in the, the title or in the description or in like the tags that were originally put in that episode. I don't know. I've tried to replicate it. Um, because boy, we get a lot of great traffic <laughs> on that one episode, um, in Crazy. particular, I know that one. And you know, another one that is not ever going to catch up, but is 
performing really well is the from dust till dawn episode Hmm. um folks people like those you should check out the archives we got tons of stuff like that uh old episodes that people just go back to or you know find for the first time i have no idea but uh it's pretty interesting about someone's watching me let us know gmail.com. do it um and as you know um it is the beginning of a new month. Whoops. Uh, it's the beginning of a new month. It's November, which means that's a new limited series here at TCR. And uh, this month, uh, we decided uh, we decided we'd cut up a little bit. <laughs> uh, that's right. It's now, Doug. I don't have it in front of me. What is the name of uh, this month's limited series again? This month, we're talking about horror comedies in a little series we like to call TCR Talks Horror Comedies or something. (laughs) Uh, Yes. I couldn't think of a cute name for it, and we joked around and just called it that on an October episode. And I said, fuck it. That's the name of it. Well, Well, it works. I love it. We are hilarious here, folks. And as, uh, as fans of both horror and comedy... Uh, sometimes you know that uh, those are two great tastes that taste great together <laughs> and um, so here uh, this month of November we've decided to dedicate all month long to uh, the great horror comedies and Sorry. and we've got some good ones uh, lined up three absolute like bangers all time and then tonight's movie. The one that I picked that y'all fucking hate. The tonight's movie, a movie that I have never seen before. So I every other movie we we're talking about this month I've seen. Um tonight I saw a movie for the first time ever. Um and we are gonna break it down. But Doug, uh what is the name of our first horror comedy? Well, sir, we are talking about Fred Decker's Night of the Creeps. Night of the Creeps, Creeps, Creeps. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm aware of this movie. I have seen the poster for this movie a million times. I have seen like I've seen little clips from this movie in like documentaries. Um, you know, this movie is seems to be well beloved um, in the horror community. I just know about it, but it's one of those things. Sometimes you just don't see stuff. Um, it's all good. You. you can't see every movie ever yeah and this one you know i've just i've heard it was good but no one's ever like put it in front of me and been like hey you gotta now's the time for night of the creeps um which is how i introduce my children to movies i'm like now is the time for apocalypse (laughs) now (laughs) you're five you need to soak this in um no so first time viewing of night of the creeps and um i'm sure we're gonna have a lot of discussion about it um but i would like to say that as of now i can say that all four films this month are absolutely wonderful <laughs> um yay um, can confirm can yay i was um delighted from the wild ass opening of this movie that I was not mm-hmm. expecting um, all the way through uh, till the um, 
climactic ending. Um, it this was uh, this was a movie that seemed to be made in a laboratory for me to enjoy, um, and I did so at every turn. So um, I'm really excited that I've now seen Night of the Creeps. And I am really excited to uh, talk about it here this evening. Kendall, sounds like um, you're also in the affirmative on Night of the Creeps. I most definitely am. Oh, I'm so glad you guys enjoyed this. I'm always scared to bring up movies (laughs) because I have a wilder taste than you guys. And uh, I usually make a giant list of movies when we do a series. And I go through them all like, they'll hate this, they'll hate that. <laughs> Kendall might like this, Caleb will hate that. Caleb will like this, but Kendall will hate that. I'll go with this one, they'll probably hate it, but I feel good about this one. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I will, I like, um, I like anytime Doug's bringing something to the table, because very rarely is it, um, is it the like the go-to answer you know sometimes it is because you just want to watch a classic but usually in a series um doug has kind of a like a, a not so mainstream pick um and usually exposes us to things what? we may not have otherwise <laughs> no usually exposes no. us to things we may not have you know otherwise decided to watch so um, I always appreciate. We it. all remember the human centipede debacle. <laughs> Look, hey, I like the human centipede. I Look, do too. For every, you know, for every human centipede that I watch, um, if you, you know, then present, you know, at least one night of the creeps, like, wow, what a, what a fair trade off. I watched a movie I didn't care for, and then got to discover a movie that was joyous. <laughs> so, well, worth I'm it. Glad. Worth it. A big sigh of relief over here. Were you like watching it this week and you're just like loving it? And at the same time, you're like, oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, when I get done with it, I'm just all like, they're probably going to hate this. No, I, I, uh, I try to come at everything like, uh, you know, super open minded. And, um, you know, sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. But this one, this one was a big, big win for me. I, I enjoyed this a lot. It's Fred Decker, man. You can't go wrong. Fred also, Decker. Uh, you know who Fred Decker is, right? Um, no. Uh, the movie after uh, he did Night of the Creeps, his following film was a little movie we called Monster Squad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did know that. Mm-hmm. So uh, he knows how to do a good time. He sure does. And we've also talked about Monster Squad in the archives uh, on this show. Check mm-hmm. it, folks. Give uh, give somebody's watching me a run for its money. Please do. All right. Um, <clears throat> well, Doug, let's talk about uh, Night of the Creeps after we hear some creep deets. I did. Well, sir, this here movie film came out August 22nd, 1986. Written and directed by Fred Decker. With a budget of $5 million. And a return of $600,000. That makes sense. That's fair. Mm -hmm. That's fair. 
Nobody got it when it came out. No, it you know, if that had come out now, people that that would be huge. Um I don't know. Was there no like which I don't understand because you know the eighties were were ripe with fifties and sixties sci-fi throwbacks. And Night of the Creeps is a a hyper love letter to that genre. I know, and it's of so, all things crazy B movie. Yeah, I know. You think I don't know. I guess it just missed its audience. I, I don't know what happened there because it is um just so easily watchable and like it's not it doesn't feel um like they're doing cheesy things but it doesn't feel like all on purpose it doesn't feel cheap like it just feels like really clever and smart and Mm -hmm. um yeah man i i was a i had a great time um i mean it doesn't surprise me that a movie like this didn't make a lot of money but in a little bit it does i mean I guess there were just so many of these movies that some of them hit, some of them don't. Yeah, probably so. And so, you know, that's what happens. I mean, we're oversaturated now. Um, you know, they're just cranking out these types of genre pictures, and some of them work and some of them don't. Yeah. But there's a thousand more coming. We're just flooded with them now. So, um, but this one is a lot of fun. Uh, we already talked about um, Fred Decker also uh, directing <clears throat> directing the Monster Squad, mm-hmm. um, and uh, Doug. Having seen this now, I think I can safely put uh, Night of the Creeps in my um, top five um, Alien Slugs. My top five Fred Decker movies. <laughs> no, top five like appearance of an alien slug. I think this one's in the this one's in the running. Um, oh yeah. I also have Slither. These are in no particular order. Um, I have Slither. I mentioned Night of the Creeps, uh, The Faculty, um, Wrath of Khan. I like those little slugs that go in those guys' ears to control their yeah, brains. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, I think maybe you put the shit weasels from Dreamcatcher on here. Okay. That's my list. Top five alien slugs. That's just some content for you guys. (laughs) (laughs) No Cronenberg shivers. You ever seen that? Oh, I've never seen shivers. Oh, well, there you go. If you want to, if you want to make a bug list, you better get on shivers. Uh Oh, (laughs) well on my whiteboard in front of me, it does say to do make bug list. So, Mm. I didn't get to work on that. Get on it. All right. Well, um, let's talk about Fred Decker's Night of the Creeps. Um, Night of the Creeps. Night of the Creeps. Uh, you know, <laughs> I find ways to say every title like that um, when I'm watching, like when I'm by myself watching it. Um, <laughs> so today I was like, Night of the Creeps. Uh, all right. That's just, I just think about you guys. Okay. Watching, Boy, that's a good time. <laughs> this oh, family just... is scared in the other room. <laughs> just say I think about you guys when I watch the movies every week, <laughs> and I just think about the things that we're gonna crack up about. Um, well, I was cracking up immediately because of all the things I expected this movie to start with. It was not this um, alien escape sequence. How many people saw the aliens running from a uh, uh, running from another alien 
uh, I, opening up this film? Uh, no, I was pretty surprised. And then there are these weird, bald, like naked alien, like puppet mole things. rat looking puppets. <laughs> yeah, they're crazy looking. Mm-hmm. And they're in the midst of like some sort of civil war. Like it's a real thing. Um, it is a heated uh, chase through the, this big <laughs> ass spaceship. Um, it's a really like intense sequence. And then um, they eject, you know, some sort of something. <laughs> Adam it's on the run. It's got a bank tube from the drive <laughs> and it's got all kinds of stuff wiggling in it. <laughs> And the other ones are just shooting at him. They're like, stop that some bitch. We gotta get him. And he's gotta return he's that. Got our so tube. He's gotta return that so he can get the one back with the lollipop in it. Or the little caramels that the old people at the bank would give you. Yes. Now. We used to get like a we used to get a what are those little dum dums? The safety pops with the yes. rope sticks. Safety Ooh, safety pops. So your mama can rip it out your throat if you start choking on it. Yeah, like the dumbass you are. <laughs> Not hey. you, you know, about everybody. <laughs> it was very aggressive. <laughs> like as dumb as you are. Uh, well, he's not getting his safety pop because he done lost the he done lost the bank tube. So they shot that thing clean across space. Yep. Um, yeah. So that uh, it crashes down on Earth. So we're so we cut to Earth. Um, this uh, sweeping shot um, down the street to kind of introduce us to, um, you know, 1959, which I believe is the year. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. That we're, that we're in. So, um, and a lot of fun. The movie's in black and white. Um, the soundtrack is, you know, very like, you know, fifties music, very fifties pop. Yeah. It's Doo-wop shit going on. Yeah. But again, it's not like, they didn't go for like the cheesiest thing. Like it's a really, it's a really well done like set piece. Like it's a fun, it's a fun little part of the movie. Um, when you're in the fifties, I I like it a lot. Um, let's see, we have, uh, we're kind of like, you kind of meet a lot of, you know, background characters, um, as the camera's like moving down the street, but, um, you like follow these girls in their sorority house and they're getting ready to go out. Uh, for the evening, and uh, there's a guy outside throwing rocks at the window. Mm-hmm. Oh, Johnny! Oh, Johnny! Um, I love any I love any scene with a guy throwing rocks at a window. <laughs> when I was a kid, I would always like I can't wait till I'm an adult and I can throw rocks at women's windows. <laughs> and it uh, and it happens every night, and they'll never catch me. <laughs> Like a turn, brother. I wouldn't. wouldn't <laughs> Nobody gets hurt. Just psychologically, right. <laughs> I throw them through dining rooms. It's fine. <clears throat> okay, Kendall. Kendall, have you ever been wooed by a man throwing rocks at a window? <laughs> you could have just stopped it. Have I ever been wooed by a man? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> have you ever been wooed? Nope. Stop right there. <laughs> You've gone too. You've gone too far. <laughs> no. Oh man, Doug, you ever done any rock throwing? <laughs> oh, I've done tons. <laughs> yeah, call me Ernest T. Bass. 
Um, <laughs> I'm out there with a, <laughs> I'm out there with a bucket of safety pops, tossing them in windows. <laughs> you won't choke on them. You're welcome. <laughs> Performing a public service. All right. Um, and let's see. Uh, okay. So Johnny's picking up, uh, picking up one of the girls, uh, and there's a line of dialogue where one of the other girls is like, the guy's a cop. He's got no future, which made me laugh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is true. Um, and so, uh, Johnny picks up, I'm not sure the, I'm not sure this girl's name. It's Pam. Pam. Um, Johnny picks up Pam and he takes her out to like, you know, like some sort of makeout point or like lover's point or in the fifties, every town had just a, a part of the park that people fucked in. Like, it <laughs> mm-hmm. was they, a reserve fuck park. All right. <laughs> fuck point. <laughs> yep. With the um, ESN, it was fancy. <laughs> yeah, it's a fancy mm-hmm. fuck. <laughs> you don't fuck at fuck point. You make love. <laughs> <laughs> fuck point fucks you. <laughs> well, anyway. <laughs> fuck point fucks you. <laughs> <clears throat> yep. You heard me. Uh, never, <laughs> never have four words just been so powerful. <laughs> never heard the truth before. <laughs> oh shit! Anyway, <laughs> this is all the first three minutes of the movie. <laughs> Anyway, a comet. They're they're necking. Uh, Kenna, what is necking? You know, I, just, I, just, I don't know. I'm guessing. I thought it was. Like, I thought it was just like a lot of kissing. Yeah. Yeah. In the fifties, you didn't do anything else. You just kissed. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. Well, so they're up there. They're making out. <clears throat> this cop shows up. And he's like, hey, don't you know you got to get out of here? There's something going on. And um, well, yeah, we forgot to mention that on the radio, you hear all these all point oh. bulletins talking about the maniac that escaped from the mental asylum. Just like every <gasps> cliche you've ever heard. The 50s flashback montage is just nothing but cliches. Yes. But, you know, like we said before, in like this really like kind of warm, fun way, it's not like. It's not like, oh, we get it. Like, it's, you know, love letter, love letter style. Um, yeah, so the cop, uh, turns out the cop who's, like, trying to, like, evacuate them is, uh, the one that this girl was seeing. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm guessing that they weren't really broke up yet. Um. Not yet. <laughs> well, they are now. Yeah. <laughs> Fellas, um. If you see your girl out on a date with another dude, that's probably it. <laughs> it's not gonna go well. Yeah, you've been fucked up somewhere. Mm-hmm. Or she fucked up. Mm, yeah, you know what? Me. She didn't deserve you. Um, 
<laughs> trying to bring <laughs> trying to bring in like some more different styles of listeners for the show. <laughs> the women are the problem, guys. All right. <laughs> the men are the problem, right, women? Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Hey lady. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, um, you know, they leave, they're driving away, uh, they see the comet, Johnny follows it, because, you know, I I like that Johnny and Pam are the only ones that follow it. Everyone sees this comet flying right towards them, but they're like, oh, they're like, they're like, well, glad that's over with, and Johnny's like, like, no, no, we gotta go check this out. Are you a, are you gonna go check the comet out type of person, or no? No. Me? Oh, hell no. Hell no. Yeah, me I ain't, got, I ain't got time for space rocks. How many times have I told you that? <laughs> you got space rocks? It's going to be haunted with some sort of space ghost. Or you got some sort of space I ain't got time for space rocks with space boogans and space <laughs> gas. I don't have time. I got shit to do. Meteor shit. Yes. Um, yeah, so Johnny goes looking for the comet. Um, he gets out of the car, leaves Pam on the side of the road. Um, so Johnny finds a canister from, you know, the, (laughs) the secret of the ooze. (laughs) (laughs) Um, he finds somebody's bank canister out in the woods. Meanwhile, Pam, um, it's like a POV shot sneaking up on her, um, of a crazy man with an ax. And then, um, well, uh, before that, as she's left alone in the car, she hears the the bulletin on the radio again. Oh, I love this. The killer has been seen at this and this at the corner of this. And she looks and sees all three of those things. And she's like, (laughs) yeah, he's right there. And then he's right there. And her, like, when when they're like, uh, I, I don't know, like something point. And she, like, turns the lights on and there's a sign right in front of her that says, like, that exact yeah. fucker's okay. point or whatever we call it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck point. Fuck you. Um, yeah, maybe there's, like, a t-shirt there. <laughs> um, all right. Let's look so, for it on our Redbubble account. <laughs> point fucks you. You know how many heads you're going to turn on the street? You're going to change people's minds. All right. <laughs> Stupid. Okay. Um, Johnny finds a canister. Uh, it shoots some a turd into his mouth. <laughs> space, space turd. turd. Space Thank space. you, people. Space turd gets shot down his throat, uh, and of course the axe murder uh, at the car. Which we don't see yet, but we see it about to happen. Mm-hmm. And then we get a time jump uh, to 1986. I'm all right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's pledge week uh, at the university, and we're following around our pals, Chris and JT. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, at pledge week, we got to figure out which fraternity we're going to pledge because we want to meet Chicks Dude. Because that is all that dudes wanted to do in the 80s. And every movie produced or directed in the 80s was we got to find chicks. Well, this was a play on that, just like it was a play on 50s, play on 80s cliches. Oh, yes. 
um, we've got, uh, you know, we've got JT, uh, mm-hmm. you know, kind of your uh, motor mouth, uh, obnoxious, but lovable best bud. Um, he's got terrible jokes, bad jokes. Oh, I love them. <laughs> so, you know, bad jokes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and then you got Chris, you know, uh, you know, he's a bowl of, uh, you know, regular oatmeal in a sweater. He is, ooh, oh, yeah. he is the definition of wiener. <laughs> Kid is a wiener. <laughs> Footlog even. Um, L7 weenie. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> Chris is, uh, Chris is a wiener. And uh, let's see. And again, it's like I, I love the entire shift into the like, you know, we're in this like 50s B movie, like monster, you know, it came from outer space type movie. And then we shift to 80s teen romance comedy. Yeah, it takes a big old shift on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but it doesn't really lose me. In fact, you know what? I was thinking about this whole movie feels like one really long well done segment for like a creep show i can see that yeah like it feels like that's kind of like that's the tone that i get from it like it's super fun and like it's cheesy but you're all kind of in on it um yeah we're all just here to have fun and see some gore yeah it's a it's got a real creep show vibe to it and i think um yeah, that's just that's just what I was thinking about when I was watching it, and the time shifts give it kind of like a different vibe, like as it moves, mm-hmm. um, and it shifts, uh, you know, once more oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, here very shortly. Um, you know, our guy I Chris, like they're 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 such big shifts, but it's not jarring. No, never, no. It it totally feels like it totally feels cohesive. Um. So they go to, you know, it's Pledge Week, so there's a big party. And a big party at Pledge Week in 1986 means you get, and I wrote in all caps here, white shoulder dancing. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. No 80s movie is complete without the wide shot of a club of 300 white people just gyrating their shoulders in different (laughs) different crazy shoulders and drinking their Fanta or whatever the hell white people do. Just getting down, <laughs> drinking their fanta, and there's always like, I hate these movies too because there always be like one black guy at the club and a white guy does some like break dance thing, and then the black guy's like, "Whoa, respect!" Oh. Like, <laughs> I just, oh, I love it. <laughs> just ridiculous. <laughs> um. <clears throat> all right, so after the white shoulder dancing, um, we get the uh. You know, Chris is like really crushing hard on this girl, uh, you know, whose name he doesn't even know. Um, he's in love with her baby and he doesn't even know her name. Um, yeah, so they decide to, uh, she's like a member of some sorority. Um, I forget the name of it, but it's like well known that the girls from this sorority like the guys from this whatever fraternity. So they decide to go try to pledge this, uh, I don't know, like Donald Trump fraternity. <laughs> yeah, this your your average dude bros that just aren't any fun to be around. 
No, they've all got like they've all got like three cans of hairspray in their hair. Mm-hmm. They look like they modeled their entire life after like Gordon Gecko from Wall Street. So those are the bros. Um, I call it. Oh wait, I think in here. Let's see. Oh, and this uh, the Cindy girl who we meet. Her boyfriend is like the the head of the. Um, hairspray <laughs> dude bro fraternity. Brad, he's, the Bradster. He's Bubba. Bubba Higgins. Mm-hmm, that's Bubba from Mama's Family. We talk about Mama's Family all the time. Full circle. Full circle. I saw Bubba finally showed up. I, I, oh, that made my night. I didn't even know because I never really watched that show. We ain't got time for all that. Let's move on. I know. I'm hey, sorry. Uh, I, it was one of those things when I was a kid, like when it would come on, I was like, oh, no, that now I know that TV's not fun anymore. What? Then, I was yeah. late to watch it with my mom. Uh, I love mama's family. I guess my parents just didn't watch it. So, you know, oh, but you watched the hell out of it. I heard that that theme song. Uh, my ears perked up. But it's like clock on a weekday, I'm about to get crunk. But I would never, I would never put it down because, as a child, I was really into Wings and uh, Major Dad. It <laughs> <laughs> shows of that sort. So, um, you know, whatever show you loved as a child, good for you. <laughs> okay, well, you know, this is probably not the first Night of the Creeps Major Dad connection people have made, but um, oh no. i took a whole college course (laughs) um all right well uh the our heroes go to the brute fraternity the brutality maybe okay coined a phrase (laughs) the brutality it sounds like a mortal combat (laughs) brutality (laughs) (laughs) um so they head to the fraternity. They're like, we want to pledge. Um, and they uh, they give them a task, which, you know, they don't tell the audience right away. But um, turns out that if they can steal a cadaver from, like, the science building and drop it on the uh, front lawn of, like, some other rival fraternity, um, then, you know, they could be... The part of, part of being in a fraternity is always, always portrayed as... There's another fraternity. It's exactly like us, but they use different letters. So we got to pull pranks on them to show them who's it the is best. The 80s. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's I, always I, some I, sort of pissing contest. It doesn't matter in the long scheme of things. No, I wasn't involved in any sort of Greek, uh, you know, stuff in college. So um, I don't know how it goes. I didn't. I didn't get to pull any pranks. Um, you know. Looks fun I, though. Looks like I a good time. Know. I don't like interacting with humans, so you're asking the wrong fucking person. Yeah, no, I was kidding. <laughs> I did not look like a good time. <laughs> um, okay, and I could my we definitely couldn't have afforded the hairspray budget for me to be in this. Um, all Who right, could? <laughs> I have no idea. Um, we head over to the um, we head over to like the science facility, and there is a. Uh, there's a, a scientist there played by a uh, character actor, David Pamer. Oh is man, it, this guy's in every other he, thing. He's <laughs> in still. everything. Yeah. Currently he's in uh Dave on Hulu. 
NFX. Um, and he plays Dave's dad and he is crushing it. He's so funny. Um, but he's been in, I mean, <laughs> if you've ever seen a movie, this guy was probably in it. He's always a great like guy in a suit in the back. That's like, yeah, that's why we can't go through with it. Like, <laughs> Just, yeah, pretty much yeah he's, he's always he's usually wearing glasses yeah sometimes he isn't but most of the times he has glasses on he's always the guy in the back there was all like i think it's a good idea or some you know random bullshit yeah he's 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 a good he's a good guy i like him i don't know i hope he is he's a good guy i like him <laughs> i was gonna say he's he a good borrow his boat on the weekends something else and i just i just declared he was a good guy i might not know he might be terrible um well he uh accidentally uh he forgets his like keypad to get into this science lab that he's working in and he uh, forgets his code yeah and uh the two uh our two heroes accidentally open a door to the secret lab um and inside is the cryogenically frozen body of Johnny Johnny mm-hmm. ate a Johnny ate a space turd um, Johnny <laughs> That sounds like a promise song. I was about to say. <laughs> Johnny had a big old face turd. <laughs> oh man, promise. <laughs> What a distinct, um, just what a distinct sound. But I like, I, I remember watching a, um, I remember watching a, a concert of like a Primus concert that they had released on DVD and just like my fucking mind being blown by like they're insane musicians and go out of their way to sound like crap. But the stuff they play, even though it doesn't, it's you know, not your average uh toe tap in music, it's so complex and it's fucking hard to play. Dude, yeah, like I, you watch them play it live, and it's super, it's super impressive. Um, it's it's really good. Primus, everybody, check them out. <laughs> Primecast coming soon. Yeah, yeah, Doug and I are gonna break down every Primus record. <laughs> Kendall, uh, we, I still see that your invite is on red. Uh, haven't replied yes or no. What's your favorite? Um, or is it still on the seas of cheese? Carperanspot at gmail.com. <laughs> those are those are actual albums. Oh, Primus. What secrets do you hide? <laughs> we'll break uh, it down. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> We're gonna play Primus backwards. Let's <laughs> see what happens. <laughs> All right. Well, well, let's focus on this show for now. Um they uh you know, just like uh just like kids are gonna do, they thaw out the uh, 50s dude they get to fucking around with that big old star trek console and unthaw yeah they thaw him out um and of course uh the uh turd um jumps out (laughs) the turd Um, in question yeah (laughs) space turd jumps out goes into the (laughs) scientist's mouth Mm -hmm. and uh there's a line in here um where uh jt's like uh and you know if you got a friend named jt he's he's fucking cool um it's jc right i thought it was jt it's jc 
I wasn't going to say anything, but it's JC. Because later they say his full name. His name is... He so goes by is... Jimmy, or like some sometimes I guess his name is Jay. His name is James Carpenter Hooper. Mm. Yes. Oh, that's that is true. All Everyone's right. last name is a famous horror director in this movie. Yes. Cronenberg. Um, yeah. Chris is Which, Romero. Yeah, Cindy Cronenberg rolls right off the tongue. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, so JC um, is a. Uh, explaining how the the cryogenic thing works and then chris as if understanding all this goes you mean like suspended animation (laughs) it just (laughs) really made me laugh um okay yeah so the corpse wakes up turd jumps to the doctor um uh the next note i have here is the friend speech which i love a good 80s uh bromance friend speech it was mm-hmm. so good. It's really good. Um, there was a moment in it where um, JC has like, uh, or like the actor like stumbles over some words. And I was like, really? They went with that take? But then like the rest of it, it's just this one long take with this um, like really awesome just monologue. It... And I was like, oh, that's why they kept it. Because it made it a little more genuine. Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. It's so it, good. It did make it more genuine. And when you said that, like, I caught the exact same thing. I was just like, oh, wow. That's, he missed, he kind of flubbed his line there. But then as he kept going, like, it was just a really natural delivery. And I, I thought that even helped a little bit. Um, I'm glad they left it in. I love, I love a good friend speech because this is like the part of, this is like the, you know, this is like the fictional part of it. Like in these movies, like these guys are best friends and they always have this moment where they're like, here's everything that I feel and here's how you're making me feel and here's why I feel bad. And I'm just like, you know, this doesn't happen in real life. Like people just ignore each other for a little while until they get over it. But I always love the, I always love the friend speech where the guys like tell each other how they really feel. I think it's good. Well, JC is pissed because it started out, Chris gets pissed at JC because he makes light of everything. And JC is, um, he's handicapped. He walks with crutches and um, he like says, like he's been dealt a hard lot in life. He's like, of course I make light of everything. And like, I'm never going to like have an actual relationship i'm trying to help you have a relationship and you're like flushing this shit down the drain all this work that i put in for you what are you doing quit being a chicken shit yeah it's 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 basically like you know you take what you have for granted like you know and i i I don't know i I really liked it i thought that was a cool like this is yeah, a, it's a great it's a great solid moment in this wacky ass it is crazy B film. It's really heartfelt because you know in these typically in these eighties movies it's like I mean there's some really good ones that that obviously elevate above this but it's usually just like they're fighting over a girl or something and they're just like but you're but you're moving to that new city and I'm gonna miss you you know that's the kind of thing. But I really liked this. Um, I really liked this thing. It just felt very natural and very real. Where it's just like, I'm trying to help you, and you throw it away. And like, I'm wasting my time. You're wasting my time. Um, it's it's really. I thought it was really strong. I like it a lot. More friends speeches. Real life too. 
you're disabled does not mean that you have to have less in life. Mm-hmm. That's right. Make sure that's Very true. And you don't have to become your your able-bodied friend's token little wingman either. Absolutely, like, that's correct. Yeah, like if he can't score, that's his problem. Yeah, what's wrong with him? He's wearing that fucking Cosby sweater, dude. Get that shit off. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's not gonna fix his physical attributes, but maybe he's interesting. I mean, I didn't, I didn't get that he was in any of the time I spent with him, but maybe he is. <laughs> uh, I've got an old coin collection. <laughs> he's a wiener. <laughs> he is, and he grew up to be the dad in in the Santa Claus, <laughs> the Judge Reinhold character. <laughs> oh, anyway, so. <laughs> Still wearing those fucking sweaters. (laughs) Is that the first night of the creeps? (laughs) The Santa Claus crossover? Probably. Uh, (laughs) The Santa Claus was a unofficial (laughs) sequel to (laughs) Night of the the Creeps. (laughs) Yeah, what they cut out for the family friendly version was when. Uh, Santa fell off the roof. His head exploded, and the and the yeah, worms we went those fucking mistletoe bugs that ran out. out. <laughs> <laughs> it's the extended director's cut. <laughs> There's lots of gore in this Disney Santa Claus movie. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! <laughs> it's very sinister. <laughs> And even in this really dark version, they still didn't go with Tim Allen's plan that only the white kids should get gifts. <laughs> they were like, no, nah, Tim, I don't, Disney's not going to go that way yet. Um, <laughs> it's amazing. It was amazing that you could be a person like Tim Allen and just build a career out of, <laughs> like, <laughs> you tell a joke, it's just like, Men are different because of this. Women are different because of this. Oh, oh, oh. And then you got Sid Cobbs and children. Dude, that was, was stand up comedy for fucking I, 50 years. I know. It's amazing. If you had a thing, it was it, man. You were made. And his was. <laughs> I don't even know if I can make that noise. I'd probably get sued. Well, anyway, um, (laughs) Adkins is literally introduced in a dream sequence where he's wearing a white suit being handed a coconut beverage by a beautiful woman in a bikini. That wasn't even in the movie. They somehow got his real dream on screen. (laughs) I love that that's how that character is introduced, because then when you get into the movie, you're just like, oh, he's just he's a detective. And that's not <laughs> that that dream was just I guess what he's gonna do when he retires. I don't know. Um it was just like Tom's like, I look, I love this movie, this looks great, but you're gonna have to there has to be a scene where a woman is handing me a tropical beverage in a bikini. Like <laughs> You've seen Halloween three, right? <laughs> like Tom, this takes place in the suburbs. He's like, I make it a dream sequence. I don't care if that's how I'm being introduced. Also it's in his contract. <laughs> also, uh, the power move of answering all your phone calls by saying, thrill me. Thrill me. 
I am not nearly man enough to pull that off. <laughs> I'm going to start. You should try it. I want to know how it goes. Doug, I think you could do it. <laughs> well, people have to call me first that aren't fucking talking about my car's extended warranty. This is your captain, thrill me. Doug, you, I think you could pull it off, but you got to commit to it. So when the when the school calls you, yeah, <laughs> you have to answer. Thrill, thrill me. me. Um, your son's sick. Come get him. <laughs> you call this pervert that says thrill him. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna why'd get you a... hit, Why'd you hit pervert so hard? <laughs> this pervert. <laughs> thrill me i just was i was thrilled when it happened um <laughs> then he shows up uh he shows up he gets in this guy's face i i had to write down some of his dialogue i'm gonna poo patrol you with my nightstick mm-hmm. he's gonna sodomize this guy with a nightstick sometimes you gotta do what's necessary <laughs> i guess um poo patrol mm-hmm. um so now we've got we've got Atkins on the case. Um I guess because why did what's going what, and now I'm now I'm confused. Why did why did Atkins even get called in? Because the body hasn't showed up yet. Well, because Johnny's missing. Oh yeah. He was the cop that was yes. involved with Pam back in those days and was the one that told him to get out of here because there's a maniac on the loose. And we also learned through the dream, I skipped this, that he was the one like he was the one that walked up behind the axe murderer that killed Pam. Yes. And I'm guessing that he sunk that axe. I mean I'm not guessing, but um <laughs> you learn as the movie goes on that he's the one that like sh- like hit that guy in the face with the axe. Mm-hmm. That's why he has a big axe <laughs> What an axe hole. Uh, I just didn't. I was thinking it and it didn't sound funny to me. And then I said, <laughs> and I said, axe hole. Mm. Say it. Trick your friends. Um, <laughs> come over here and look at my axe hole. No. <laughs> I am your aunt. Thrill me. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, we have a uh, we have the uh, the dead body uh, staggering around like a zombie heads over to the sorority house. Um, and uh, you know this kind of this kind of leads to this sort of like playful like. Is she going to see him outside the window type of setup? Uh, only that when she does see him, he's like shoving his face into the window and his axe face is like... Well, first you hear the rocks hitting the window again. Oh, yeah, that's right. Then you get a spring-loaded she... cat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally. Mm-hmm. Somebody has a cat, just throws it into frame. <laughs> um, 
yes there's there's lots of like setup um and you know uh bailout jump scares here until you see uh until you see johnny like shoving his face into the window and his axe hole spreading open <laughs> yeah and all his fucking turds leaking out of his head Mm-hmm. he gets hey. real close and starts spreading it and then it comes out yeah um, right that's right and then he you know he falls off um I guess it does. He just he just falls off here. Yeah, he falls off. Uh, the is, ledge she's on. Is he the and he's the body that yeah, and his head explodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And so you know, the next morning, you know, they find the body on the sorority lawn, and the the fraternity's all fucking pissed off because uh, they're like, "Hey, you were supposed to do it to the other fraud, not our girls, bro." <laughs> And uh, then Brad proceeds to kick a kid on crutches over. Mm-hmm. Um, Cindy's like, Mm-mm-mm. kicking over the crippled kid is not sexy. Uh, <laughs> so, it's not. If you take one thing away from the podcast, <laughs> yeah, let it be. <laughs> yeah, that. don't. Yeah, don't attack the handicap to try mm-hmm. to mate with someone else. Um, no. <laughs> it's been a. It has been a zero percent success rate. I wouldn't say zero. I know there's someone somewhere that gets off on that, but regardless, don't do it. <laughs> yeah, the more you know. Um, we're just giving out all the good advice. Well, yeah, Cynthia, uh, Cynthia dumps him right there. Uh, of course, the cops show up and take. Um, Chris and JC, um, and then we get the uh, interrogation scene uh, where we find out that um, Chris and JC were seen, um, you know, in the science lab, uh, and then the body was missing. So uh, you were caught on surveillance camera and by the custodian here, yeah, running around screaming like banshees. Oh, and then this... that janitor just thinks that's the funniest goddamn thing he's ever heard in his life. <laughs> he's just screaming like banshees like 25 times, which is really adorable. And I also like that Chris immediately caves. He's like, yeah, we're here. We we're trying to steal a body, but we didn't because we thought it was like coming back to life and there was weird shit leaking out of its forehead. So we just left the body here. Um, please don't arrest me. I have a sweater on. <laughs> um Chris just sings immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, the uh, scientist corpse uh, comes back from the dead, and now he's up walking the halls. Yeah, he's in the morgue. Yeah. And uh, he, he just gets up and walks off, and there's a cop in the hallway, and he's like looking at paperwork, and he doesn't even look up, and he's all like, well, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> that was so funny to me. <laughs> oh yeah, we have the medical examiner who always has a fucking hoagie, like on his clipboard. What yeah, is that in the eighties? Every fucking corner is eating a sandwich. I guess it's it's uh, a thing. and it's always some schlub, yeah. some schlubby kind of character. Oh. It's because of all the. Sandwich. I think that was that was very self aware. 
Oh yeah, for sure. Because he's like at one point he's like talking with a mouthful of food. Mm-hmm. Every time there's a dead body, this guy is there and he's eating a sandwich. It mostly looks like a lettuce sandwich. <laughs> Terrible. Um, Chad has a license plate that says the Chadster. I just wrote the Brewster. Got the Bradster. Him. Uh, the Bradster, excuse me. I wrote the Brewster. Um, <laughs> zombie cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's the next note I have. <laughs> yeah, back at the sorority house, there's a cat that comes in and out all the time, and one of the girls like feeds it and plays with it and shit. And it's and been it missing on for a the, while. It knocks on the door when it wants in, and she always lets it in. And it's been gone for a hot minute. And, and we find out here's the door knocking again. <clears throat> yes. And I think the girls knew it was dead because um, they were like, she's going to be so. Yeah, they didn't want to tell her. Yeah, they were like, she's going to be so bummed out when she finds out about the cat, which I'm like, maybe, but she's also like a grown up adult. Like, yeah. And this is just like a stray cat that's just been coming around, you know. So I think it'll be a bummer, but she'll make it. Um, <laughs> but they're, I guess she's very fragile, so they're worried about it. And, uh, but then she hears the cat knocking on the door, like you said, Doug. Mm-hmm. And, um, we see him <laughs> oh boy do we <laughs> zombie cat was one of the biggest surprises of this movie for me um <laughs> this I had is not... a gross ass cat his face is missing these <laughs> worms like crawling out of his coming out of his, yeah <laughs> blood and then um and she and... ain't having it she no. is upset no nobody <laughs> no love for zombie cat <laughs> <laughs> zombie cat just goes from sorority house to sorority house looking for love <laughs> the incredible Hulk music plays <laughs> nobody loves zombie cat turns into a Werner Herzog documentary <laughs> <laughs> zombie cat football alone <laughs> um, well Cindy uh Cindy decides she's got to find the boys to tell them about the zombie cat and the zombie man mm-hmm. um, that she's encountered. Um, okay. I have a scene here where, and you know, jump in if I'm missing, if I'm skipping something. Um, I have a scene here where JC is sitting on a toilet writing on the stall in pencil. Um, yes. <laughs> which is not the most effective way for write on stall walls, if, if we're being honest. Yeah, you gotta go sharpie or a knife <laughs> or something, pencil. <laughs> Just gonna wash right off. Mm-hmm. That's how when that's how when you write JC is awesome. Somebody can erase it now that it's in pencil and write JC is a pussy or something more vulgar. <laughs> Or a wiener liquor or whatever it says. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So you you want to use your, and it doesn't matter because even if you write in marker, somebody's going to cross through half of what you wrote and then point an arrow down to um, <laughs> wiener liquor. So. Yep. That's just the a go little, to. <laughs> just arrow little, wiener liquor. <laughs> just a little uh, advice from TCR to maybe some of our younger fans. Uh, don't. Don't if you defix. plan on vandalizing, yeah. do it think, the right way. Yeah, think about it. <laughs> think about it. <laughs> Don't leave yourself <laughs> open uh, to, to be the butt of your own joke. Tweener licking. 
unintentional. <laughs> it's just another unintentional <laughs> Man, Travis Tritt wrote so many good things. <laughs> <laughs> I knew when I was watching this movie that it was going to be wild. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, well, he's uh, he's trapped in the bathroom whenever um, a zombie comes in and his head explodes. And now the turds are just running up and down the bathroom floor, I guess, looking for something to, to you know, latch on to. Mm-hmm. And they're racing around the bathroom like... Uh, Hot Wheels. It is shot like a Hot Wheels commercial, isn't it? Yeah, like, you know, you put your hand too close to the track and it's like, you're like, whoa. (laughs) Almost got me, Hot Wheel. (laughs) (laughs) Not this time, Hot Wheel. (laughs) Um, I think I was always a Matchbox guy. They're the same thing. Yeah, I know. Um, (laughs) I was offering up a digression. Do y'all remember the penny racers? Yes. Um, yeah, those. you would like pull them back and you they had a slot for a penny and they would like pop a wheelie and like roll really fast. Yeah, mm. I remember those. Yeah, I kind of remember that. That's all I have. <laughs> I mostly my I mostly just remember like advertising for all these things. Like I have this I have the sock and boppers thing in my head for the rest of my life. <laughs> More fun than a pillow fight. Sock and boppers. Man, those things didn't last long because all those kids were knocking each other's out. <laughs> Fucking them up. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also remember there was a thing, there was like a bubble gun that made giant bubbles. It's called Big Bubba. And it would go, Big, Big, Big Bubba. Used <laughs> <laughs> to crack me up. Still does. <laughs> <laughs> well anyway yeah well anyway um so to escape jc lights a matchbook on fire and then like burns one of the space turds with it mm-hmm. and he sets the poop on fire <laughs> and then i wrote down oh man jc hates shit <laughs> this is the best <laughs> night of jc's life <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't tell me my business, devil woman. <laughs> Don't put it out with your boots, too. <laughs> oh my god, he called the shit poop. <laughs> it's like a perfect two minutes of cinema. Like, it's great. Oh man, <laughs> this is the best night of my life. <laughs> oh, hilarious. I also really love what's today, October. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great Maybe magazine day. What a great line! All right, um, all right. So Atkins, oh man, I like this scene a lot. Um, Atkins and Chris have a drink, um, and then Atkins tells his whole like dark um, history where the girl dumps him. And he finds her all chopped up, um, and Chris has a great line here where he says, "Okay, so." Other than kind of wanting to confess to a murder, is there a point to this story? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> it just made me laugh really hard. But I loved this whole scene, like the pouring the drinks and and Atkins, like you know. And again, he's kind of like going for it here. Like this is you know the super it's, cheesy. Like it's a great scene because he's really he's good. intense, but he's cheesy too. Because he, he, in his house, you see all these like old pulp comics and stuff. So he's acting all like thirties and twenties and thirties cop. Uh, like film noir type shit and chris is playing so modern age like uh what type got you know person going on it's just it flows so well yeah it it's it's a really good scene i i liked it a lot and i thought this about adkins a lot in this movie but you know we see him you know and stuff obviously this the star of halloween three you know, um, which is like a role that I love, but it doesn't really feel like it fits him all that well. Like, I feel like this fits him like a glove and he's having so much fun and he's like, but he's like, really, he's really acting like he could have phoned this in. this could have been super cheesy, but he's going for it. And I, and I appreciate mm-hmm. it. And I think it's a, I think it's a nice role for him. I really liked it a lot. See, oh, yeah. this is, this is where we, we have to differ here. Um, okay. I did not like Tom Atkins' performance. All right, now I can totally see why you couldn't. Like he was—he's playing so cheesy. It was very over the top, and I—I know that it was like intentionally a caricature of his character. Mm -hmm. Just at some points, it just took me out of it just a little bit. Kendall. It's all good. I don't know. Kendall, I'm embarrassed to even have to bring this up, but do do you think? That it's hard for you to watch Tom Atkins in a movie because he's such a sexual presence. Um, I thought you were going to say yeah. predator. <laughs> predator. That's where I thought you were. <laughs> no, he's such a. He's just such. A, it's like looking at the sun. You know, you're not supposed to do it, and so you're trying to like look away, and maybe you're missing maybe some, that's it. some of the nuances. <laughs> that's definitely it. <laughs> Don't look directly at his nipples. Don't look at <laughs> I'm just so enamored by his fuck stash that I can't. I can't. Uh, well, that's okay. That's fair. That's that's fair. I enjoyed it, but but I get it. Um, <clears throat> a uh, corpse chops up through the floor with an axe. Um, yeah, cut to the sorority mother's house. She's watching TV. Yeah, and she hears these weird noises on the floor, and uh, heads up, it's the old maniac killer yeah. back from the dead. Nobody's and, uh, back. A great zombie puppet walking around. Yeah, that. Yeah, there was some really good. Um, we hadn't really talked about the effects a ton, but um, the effects in the movie are. That's where all the um, money went to. Is the effects? It really is, and they're like you know they they're like era fitting. Like so, the, mm-hmm. the stuff in the fifties makes sense in the fifties, and the stuff in the eighties makes sense in the eighties. Um, you know, it. It. I, I just love the whole like design of the movie from a special effects standpoint. I think it looks really. I think it looks really cool. Um, again, it gives me like that creep show vibe where it's just like, you know, kind of <clears throat> nondescript science fiction horror. You know, it's just like those we talked about them, like those big Star Trek uh, computer boards with just flashing square buttons that aren't yeah, labeled it's, it's, for anything. Just, uh, generic horror or sci-fi comic from back yes. in the day. Yeah, I, I love it. So, 
uh, I just loved. I just wanted to shout that out, including this puppet, which I think is really cool looking. Mm-hmm. Um, Atkins, by the way, he's ready for action. He just has <laughs> no bed skirt, just a bed and single box of bullets underneath the like uh, the gun and a single box of bullets underneath the bed, and like no bed skirt to obscure it. You can just see it like <laughs> under the bed at all times. <laughs> You forever ready, Tom Atkins. (laughs) I was just like lost my mind when he jumps down and it's just in plain sight. Oh man. Um, This is where I noted that the coroner's always eating because he's eating in this area. Mm -hmm. uh, In this scene. Um, I love the cops on the street searching the area who give up just as they pass the zombie. (laughs) 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 Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that scene was great um you know earlier in his like monologue tom atkins is like i took this 12 gauge shotgun and i blew him away or whatever so then um later the some cops like what are we gonna do and he calls it back he goes get the 12 gauge out of my car mm-hmm. <laughs> like just super cheesy but crack me up um a uh <clears throat> they chase one zombie like into an alley and yeah, that's the maniac. Um, yeah, that's the yeah, and I this is where I noted that I just loved it, like the design of it. And of course they shoot him and he the cops Yeah, he kind of looks like the crib keeper a little he bit. He does he does a little bit. I got those vibes <laughs> for sure. Yeah, he does a little bit. But I think it's the back what puppet we said earlier. The uh, the cops that just gave up. <laughs> they didn't. Uh, the, <laughs> zomb- the zombie found them. He they didn't find him. <laughs> yeah, but he hits that car with an axe and breaks the window and shit. And we're all like, oh <laughs> yeah, it's it's really good. <clears throat> I I just love the moment where he's just like, uh, like they, he's like, I've been looking for two minutes or whatever. You know, it's not been. Looking yeah, and they're already fed up. They're like, fuck this. Yeah, let's go. Hey, you want to go get something to eat or something? And he turns the flashlight off and looks away. And just as it happens, the zombie's right there. Yeah. <laughs> um. <clears throat> so they chase him. They corner him. Uh, they kill him. The cops let the space turds loose. So it's their fault. Always. Um. <clears throat> meanwhile, um, what we've set up in the plot is the uh, the big formal is tonight. Mm-hmm. I love this Cumberbund uh, college prom. The the yes, the getting ready for the formal montage and slash turds on the loose montage <laughs> slash turds on the loose. <laughs> and it's just like it's so wonderfully eighties, and it's intercut with trying on Cumberbunds, yes, and little turds like finding hosts, and uh, it's a really great. Um, I would, you know, uh, I'm sure it's on YouTube. I would, I would look up the Night of the Creeps, uh, getting ready montage. It is, it's a delightful three minutes to watch. <clears throat> um, so, uh, let's see. Okay. So, um, Chris goes back to, uh, Chris goes back like the dorm room, I guess, before the formal and um, finds a tape recorder that JC has left. Um, And JC is detailing for him that, um, you know, one of the space turds is inside of him. Um, 
that it's control you know he can feel it like it's gonna lay eggs in there um he's gonna have to die uh he was able to walk on his own because i guess the parasite like you know reconnected whatever um yeah and he was able to to walk around um it's a really great um uh it's a really great moment um like I, i don't know i just dig this moment a lot where Chris listens to the tape recorder. Yeah, everything about their friendship is really genuine, like we said earlier. And uh it's you, tender as hell. You really buy <laughs> that they're friends. Yeah, I you know, I brought it up uh, last week when we were talking about American Werewolf in London, but <clears throat> I think it's the same thing. I think it's you know, once you've established that friendship that it's real and having those like tough conversations that they had with each other, you know, um makes it makes it more real and makes you more invested so it's really well written um uh friendship for the movie and and it makes this scene where a guy is sitting in a room listening to a tape recorder it makes it you're invested in it um it's uh you know that's just good that's good movie making it's just good it's just good uh we got a bus full of brute um Mm -hmm. (laughs) got a bus full of brute headed to the formal yes ma'am we have to pause on Brad chugging his beer, <laughs> pacing around outside because he's upset about Cindy, Cynthia, whatever she's being called now. Yeah, he just chucks his beer across the yard and says, "Bitch!" Yeah, bitch. <laughs> it's a it's a strong moment for Brad. Bitch. <laughs> And he sits down on the stoop and starts pouting. And the sorority mother that was attacked by the zombie, attacked and killed by the zombie, mm-hmm. um, she had a little dog. And her dog was infected by one of the space worms. Okay. And so... that thing comes running up to Bubba. Yes. And uh, he then got him a space turd because it shoots, <laughs> projectile <laughs> shoots that fucking worm from like 20 feet away into his mouth yes it's amazing um zombie dog so so far the zombies show up infect someone else and then they're gone um i wasn't aware that zombie dog was going to play some more uh key roles in the film (laughs) Mm -hmm. um atkins decides to help uh chris instead (laughs) okay so atkins is gonna kill himself but then decides to help chris instead (laughs) yeah Chris comes and talks him into it, and he's like, "All right, hang on." And he has to go put the oven back and turn it off because he's about to stick his head in it. Uh, meanwhile, <clears throat> yeah, I know that when he's turning the oven off is so dark and and <laughs> it's just amazing. Honestly, um, we cut back to the brute bus um, <laughs> where it's a big party where everybody's sharing that one beer. <laughs> <laughs> This guy's got a one bottle of beer and he poured it in like four different cups. He's like, yeah, we're getting wasted. <laughs> um, and then, of course, um, and I think my note sums it up best. You know, earlier I said that <laughs> in regards to fuck point fucks you, uh, that that was like the best four words I've heard. But I also like these four words. Um, zombie dog bus crash. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> which is exactly what it sounds like. Um, the zombie dog, which is a tiny dog, by the way. Did we say what kind of dog it's it was? It's like a shit zoo or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, it's a tiny little dog. It runs into the middle of the road, and the guy driving the bus is like, Whoa! <laughs> the animation right here? This yeah. It looks it's like large Marge for just a second. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's so silly. <laughs> and the bus crashes. <laughs> and uh, the dog just wa- infects the rest of them. Yep. And walks away. Um, <clears throat> oh my gosh, what a great scene. Um, I also like the uh, I also like the need a flamethrower scene with uh, oh man this is so good they go uh, to the police station and they go to the armory and they uh, Tom Ad- Tom Atkins and Chris are talking to the guy who is Dick Miller who was in yeah. every other movie in the fucking eighties and Tom Atkins he was like well. All right, it was nice talking to you, but let me get that flamethrower. And he was like, all right, hang on one second. And the whole time they're laughing, he's like, yeah, right, you need a flamethrower. And he goes to the back, comes back with it. With one. And, uh, you know, when a cop needs to go check out a flamethrower, Doug, that's easy peasy as long as he's got the correct requisition forms. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he ain't got that shit. Which he doesn't, but he then does pull a gun on this other guy um an intense scene yeah he's ready to blow his head off um <clears throat> i wrote we're getting way more zombie dog scenes in the movie than expected <laughs> <laughs> which is a positive note um i like the scene where cindy breaks up with zombie brad uh yeah brad comes knocking on the door without realizing that he is riddled with with space slugs yeah he's yeah. a he's a total space slug zombie which is a <laughs> which is a song i'm writing he's a total space slug zombie and that's why we broke up <laughs> that's why we vote trump <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know sometimes they repurpose songs for like the holiday season so I, you know my songs sometimes can be repurposed for shitty american fascist political parties hmm. if the money's right um, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just kidding. And right is like all capital and like underlined three times, <laughs> so the people know. Because uh, <laughs> conservative fascist stuff is always super subtle. <laughs> um, just keeping them on their toes. Anyway, um, I love this scene because you know Cindy she can't look at Brad in the eyes for whatever reason. You know, because she's like you know she's trying to break up with him so doesn't notice that he's a zombie and then there's like a full just like breakup sequence here <laughs> with this undead bread um of course uh chris and uh and uh tom atkins i've just been calling him tom atkins uh his name detect- is like detective cameron yeah detective ray cameron thrill me mm-hmm. um <laughs> yeah uh they show up to save the day um, <laughs> um cindy uh let's see. blows brad's head off or blows it open he's and like girls i like out. i like the line of uh your dates are here the bad news is they're dead <laughs> yeah that they all that 
all the zombies come walking up from that bus crash. Yep. And oh, one's also... been crawling the whole time. Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say that, like, um, anytime I've had to search for images of Tom Atkins for, like, stuff for the show or whatever, um, I didn't realize, but, like, almost every photo you come across of Tom Atkins is from this scene. Him with that cigarette just oh, hanging yeah. out between his lips. Yeah. With his head turned back. I was like, oh, yeah, that looks familiar. Um, <clears throat> I love this scene because, like, they only have the one flamethrower. And Tom shoots one of these things in the head, blows its head off, and the worms get out. And he just, in that moment, is so quick to think. He grabs the cigarette and hairspray. And of hairspray makes a flamethrower. Uh-huh. <laughs> Genius. Genius. Um, and there's even a little dead alive uh, moment. Mm-hmm. In the yep. Oh my God, I loved that so much. Yeah. Yep. That was nice. Um. <clears throat> I love the uh, imagery of like Atkins gets locked in a room full of monsters and he just has to unload on them. And then you, you see the aftermath of it and it's just him in a room full of blood and monsters that he's killed. And it's, it's an awesome, it's an awesome little shot. Um, they, uh, they go down to the basement because, Oh, um, there was a bit of plot earlier in the film where uh, one of the sorority sisters comes home and she has to keep the supplies for the science experiments in the basement and it's brains that they're dissecting. Um, <clears throat> and if we hadn't mentioned the space turds lay eggs in the human brain. So that's what they need to incubate <clears throat> to make more space turd babies. Space turd babies. Babies are doing da, da, da. space turd babies. <clears throat> they live inside of your brain. I don't know if I've told this, but the Muppet Baby song always reminds me of Good Boy Stranger. <clears throat> always, <laughs> always does. Well, anyway. I I've I'm, said it on this. It show. wouldn't surprise me if Super Trent wrote that. I've said it on this show that the baby bottle pop always leads into Kiss. Baby bottle pop, baby bottle pop. I want to rock and roll all night. <laughs> every time. And I, now I don't know why I'm singing the baby bottle pop song so frequently, but. They still make baby bottle pops? I think I so. so. I used to think those were so stupid. I was like, oh, you're not a baby. You were a big kid. <laughs> it's just fun dip, but in a different container. Yeah, no, man, I love Fun Dip. Oh my god, I haven't, I haven't had Fun Dip since probably since we watched Batman and Robin. <laughs> that was a great night. That was a really weird sentence. That, <laughs> <laughs> no, that was like twelve years ago, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's a reference just for the three of us. Like people, are like I don't know when the last time he saw Batman and Robin was. <laughs> Could have been this morning. <clears throat> man, this motherfucker had Fun Dip today. <laughs> oh, brother. All right. Um so down in the basement, they have the, down in the basement. Uh they have the brains and we go down there and see the turd pile uh in the basement. All the worms just like just piled up on top of each other trying to get to those uh jars of brains. 
They gross looking too. Oh yeah. That mound just squiggling around. Uh-uh. Yeah. Know. Mound of squiggles. <laughs> mound of squiggles. Um, yeah, so they uh they decide to um blow up, I guess, the <laughs> the pile of turds. <laughs> Don't put it out with your boots. <laughs> Uh, they're gonna light it on fire. <laughs> um, and so that leads to um, that leads to you know uh, Atkins is gonna sacrifice himself to do it, mm-hmm. and he starts counting down from twenty, which is a lot. <laughs> well, he shares this like kind of tender moment with it's nice. Chris, where he's like. All right, this is what the fuck is about to happen. This is how much time you have to get the hell out of here. Mm, so start, start a countdown. Yeah. Um, Chris gets outside just in time to turn around, look at the house, and say, Thrill me. And then, oh, yeah. Then the house explodes. Um, we get a look at. Um, we get a look at. Uh, so the house explodes, and it seems like everything's great. Um, but we see that like the zombie Atkins has uh, survived, and he's all burned up and shit. Um, I was about to ask you what ending did you get because there are two. Oh, there are two. Okay, so I got <clears throat> I got zombie Atkins comes out um, looking like a burnt ass hot dog. Yep. Okay, we like... all we all watched the original ending it was changed for the theatrical release oh interesting go ahead go ahead all right we'll talk about this one and then i want to know what was different so zombie agans comes out he falls down his head splits open and the worms are loose and they run out into the woods and then into a cemetery into a cemetery cemetery. that's right and then the camera pans up to the sky and there's a gigantic fucking spaceship because I forgot that the worms were from space. I forgot about the entire opening part of uh, the aliens came back to get their experiment. They yes. Like, they worms? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just completely like, so the movie opened with this crazy ass science fiction plot that I didn't expect. And then I got so invested in like the monster plot that I forgot about the aliens until they showed up again at the end. And I was like, Oh my God, the aliens are back really fun ending um mm-hmm. to a really fun movie but doug what was the what was the changed ending well that was the, the first ending that was shot the one we all saw okay uh the theatrical one for whatever reason i didn't i don't know why maybe they had to trim some but the theatrical release had um uh right after the house blew up everything was back to normal everybody was happy and um uh, I've seen this a million times. What is her name? Cindy or Cynthia? Yes. Well, this is Cynthia, but I think they called her Cindy. I think they called her Cindy like twice. Anyway, the you cut to her and she's looking at that dog from afar. He comes running, running up, and she's all like, "Oh, come here!" And then he starts walking, and then uh, you just hear the dog shoot a worm, and that's it. It goes off. It's like the whole thing wow. is just starting over again. <clears throat> oh, weird. Yeah, not a good one. No. What we saw was the the preferred ending. Well, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Man, I loved this movie. Um, 
I'm glad. This is a great movie. Uh, I came to this movie when I was very young. Uh, it was shown to me by my aunt, who was a huge horror fanatic. And um, she's all like, you're going to like this. It's got worms and zombies in it. I was like, okay. And I didn't sleep well for two days because it freaked <laughs> me the fuck out because I was like six. Yeah, it's a... Uh... Yeah, it was it was good, man. I you know, um, I had never seen um, I had never seen Return of the Living Dead until we watched it um, for this show. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember that. And so this kind of feels like you know that it, I have I was thinking about that movie a lot when I was watching this movie. They have a similar like vibe going on. Mm-hmm. Um, That'd be it. This would be a good <clears throat> double feature: Return of the yeah. Dead and Night of the Creeps. Hell yeah, uh, dude! I loved this movie. It's a uh, you know, I, I'm surprised I hadn't seen it yet, but I'm glad I've seen it now. I'll definitely see it again. Um, this is the kind of movie that, like, I w- this is the kind of movie that you want to watch with your friends, like, because you'll be, like, cracking up, but, you know, enjoying, like, the really cool special effects. And I don't know. It's a cool movie. I liked it a lot. Tons of fun. I- I'm glad you guys uh, liked it so much. I really, really liked it. I had fun watching it, had fun talking about it. And I just realized, as we were wrapping up this uh, conversation about this movie, um, I have a sticker on my laptop from Studio House Designs that just, it says, thrill me, exclamation point, with a little coconut drink with a straw and an umbrella in it. And I've just, it was was a cool sticker, so I just threw it on my, it came with a Studio House order. I just stuck it on my laptop case, and now I know what the fuck it's about. Nice. (laughs) It's been on my laptop case for over a year. Aren't you glad that you like this movie? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to send y'all a picture real quick. This could have been a Halloween kills situation, and now every time you look at your laptop case, (laughs) thrill me. Let's see. I don't know if I can. Oh, yeah. I have my laptop here. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Well, yeah, this was a super fun movie. I'm, I thought it was a really great way to kick off our uh, horror comedy or something series. Um, I love yeah. it. So thank you, Doug. And I think You're it welcome. Really, really, it very well sets the tone for this whole month. It's going to be fun. I think uh, I'm going to... When we do this series, uh, monthly series, and I, I'm, I come up with my list of movies, I'm going to be more daring with them. So, heads up. All right. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm always excited. Try to stop the, uh, the anxious fucking <laughs> scratch off my list because I'm scared of what my friends will think. No, you They'll shouldn't. think I'm weird because I like this. No, you shouldn't be. Well, I mean, I guess we'll see what the movie is. Um, <laughs> we'll judge accordingly. <laughs> we we love you, but then I'm just like, well, hang on. We let's just leave, hate everything about you. Let's leave some wiggle room. <laughs> Was that line from The Office where Michael's like, I don't hate it. I just don't like it at all, and it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I I love this. I I always appreciate I always appreciate your movies, Doug, whether I enjoy them or not. Um, you know, it usually it will spark some sort of conversation, if nothing else, and that's what we're here to do. So, uh, well, uh, sorry I didn't talk much to this episode because as we started, I had the hiccups and it's those bad <laughs> fucking comic oh ones. 
and my mic has been on mute like for 90 percent of it and as we wrapped it up they went away so that's just how my life goes that's all right i um that's all right i listened to uh the howling episode and i you know fans of the show know i don't listen and uh they must know that because when i listened to it i was just like comatose when we're talking about the howling and i didn't really like perk up till we started talking about other stuff later and i just was like that's all good hey folks sometimes we're tired when we do this we do it late at night and we have lives so bear with (laughs) us you've been with us for four years you know the drill (laughs) yeah i know so i'm just like i need to be more i need to be a little more proactive like like back in the old days this is this is a show as it is so um I, I tried to bring a little more energy tonight and it all worked out because you had the he he cubes and uh dude I sounded like fucking a goofy movie in this bitch. <laughs> it was crazy. Well Doug, tell everybody what we're watching next week on TCR does horror comedy or something. Well, next week we're uh watching Caleb's choice, which Ooh. is 2014's What We Do in the Shadows. I've been looking for a reason to watch this on the show for a while. I ain't never seen it. Oh, man. I love it. It uh, spawned a television series, which I think has superseded it um, just in like consistent, consistently funny episodes every week. One of the funniest shows on TV. Um, But it all spawns from this movie, which is still extremely funny. I just I love the characters in the TV show so much um it's a frequent recommend here um but it's all it all stems from next week's film what we do in the shadows it's very funny i think it's on i think it's on hulu or amazon i'm not sure i own it but um it is readily available to rent and or purchase digitally so well i'll get to see what all the hoopty do's about now it's a fun one I'll be the judge of that. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a fun time. I'm excited to talk about it. So, uh, I just like this whole. I like the whole tone of this uh, limited series. I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, any final words about Night of the Creeps before we move on? It's a blast. Watch it. What, are, what do y'all think about it? Hit us up, gmail.com What's your favorite crazy, weird ass '80s movie like this? Like Return of the Living Dead, Night of the Creeps, um, The Blob, shit like that. What is your go-to? What's your favorite episode of Mama's Family? There you go. <laughs> yeah, that's, there you go. That's that's what we need to know. Is it the one where Thelma uh, and Naomi wrestle? <laughs> You know which one I'm talking about? Where they're attacking? I don't remember. You don't remember that one? Oh, man, that's a good one. Anywho, let us know. CarpenterRantsPod at gmail.com. Facebook, Instagram. Hit us up. Facebook, Instagram. <laughs> Sounded like you were about to sing a little song. <laughs> that's the way we like to f- <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what I was thinking about. <laughs> Well, my mind went there, and I apologize. (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Oh, good Lord. All right. 
All right. Well, I don't really have anything um, in the horseshoe. There's a new Resident Evil movie out. If you're, I saw the trailer for it. It looks more in line with the video games. It does. Some, yeah. I don't know. It can't be any worse than those other ones. Those are terrible films. Yeah. If you like them, that's fine. Have fun. But those, those movies are awful. Yeah. My, uh, I have some, you like them? That's fine. That's totally fine. (laughs) I remember opening day watching that first one because I I was a big fan of the the video games, especially two. I love two. And, um, me and my buddy Shane went and we were like, what the fuck is this? The whole time. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's super like, I don't know. It's a, I mean, that guy, you know, this guy, this guy went on to do like Alien versus Predator and all those. Like, he is to, um, he is to like action cinema what, uh, you know, like Nickelback is to like, you know, rock and roll. <laughs> um, this is amazing. You've heard, you've heard of butt rock. Well, this is butt film <laughs> and it's not as exciting as it sounds. I've seen some butt films, sir, and this is not the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> butt cinema <laughs> uh i i'm 35 years old and when you log on to netflix at my house it, the username is buttflix so <laughs> uh when you log into my peacock account there's a big picture of et with the name that says fart <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm having a good time. <laughs> so when I click on it, it says "Welcome Fart." <laughs> <laughs> I and just, I'm almost forty. I remember Elise buying me my first iPod. And I named it iButt, and then I named my first iPhone iButt Phone. Um, and then I named my first iPad iButt Pad. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it just made sense. And I remember the internet going, that's when I lived with Dennis. I remember the internet went out and Dennis had to call AT&T. And the only device that would connect <laughs> to the internet was my iPad. And so listening to the customer service guy go, are you on the device I butt pad right now? <laughs> <laughs> this is the greatest night of my life. <laughs> <laughs> He called it the eye butt pad. <laughs> oh my god. And I never knew that that was ever going to be a, an issue, but man, it just, it was what a beautiful moment that was. An issue? <laughs> <laughs> that someone had to read it back. I just never knew that was going to come up in my life. I'm just like, oh, I'll just write butt on stuff and it'll never come back to haunt me ever. Oh. oh, it was so funny. Just listening to Dennis have a secret conversation. <laughs> okay, and the device named iButtPad is connected. <laughs> Buttlicker, so our prices have never been lower. <laughs> that guy got paid that day <laughs> to say the word iButtPad out loud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it just made me happy. Anyway. Um, yeah, so I don't really have any news um, for the horn shoe this week, except I have some personal horn shoe news. My 
my copy of Scream 4K that I purchased. Oh, uh, what's the pushback to now? <laughs> yeah, December 16th is the most up-to-date. So, Oh, you said that last week. I oh, thought it was going to be pushed okay. back again. Oh, no. I didn't realize. I February 12th. I can't stop talking about it because I, I wanted it and I don't have it. So, um, I did purchase... Uh, I went to... I went, I went into a Best Buy for the first time in like two years. I forget those exist. There's one down the street from my house, and I, yeah, I don't think I've ever been in it. Same. I, I you know, I went in Friday because I took the day off work, and I was just looking at some Blu-rays and stuff. It's something I used to do multiple times a week. I haven't done in two years, and uh, I picked up uh, I picked up the thing on 4K. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm very excited. All right, let's do some rants recommends. All right, who's got who's got something? I got some stuff. Whoa, hit me with it! All right, well, uh, up first, I have watched uh, this brand new show on Shutter uh, called Behind the Monsters. Are you all aware of this? No, haven't I heard have of not. It. It's basically uh, their version of Behind the Music. Oh, okay. It it. Each episode will focus on a new iconic monster and it being when it premiered the week of Halloween, it was talking about Michael Myers. Nice. So it's just a fun watch. It's shit you already know and have heard a million times, but it's just cool seeing who they had to talk. You know, they had Jamie Lee Curtis, they had John Carpenter, they had all these people from all these, you know, horror media, uh, Fangoria, dread central all all that kind of stuff and a bunch of random podcasters and it's just a it's just a fun watch nice it's stuff you already know they had uh a long interviews with nick castle and he just seems like the nicest fucking human on the planet and um it's just a fun watch so Sounds check good. it out and um they're supposed to be doing i'm not sure what's next if it hasn't premiered already i haven't been paying attention but I know they're going to be doing Jason and Freddy and Candyman and Chucky and all that stuff. So it's going to be a fun little series. Yeah, that sounds cool. Throw on and when you're bored. But yeah, Behind the Monsters. It's on Shudder. Check it out. Uh, I have also watched uh, a movie. Are you guys familiar with the movie Creep? Yes. The, yeah the <clears throat> the Duplass the Duplass movie. Yes. Yeah. I watched that the other day and uh, fallen in love with it. Yeah, there's it's extremely a... low budget found footage, and um, man, that dude can write really well. Uh, Mark Duplass, whatever his name is. Yes. <clears throat> Real creepy. There's a second one too, and I, I plan on getting on that here soon. Yeah, Plus there's the a fucking movies in an hour and like fifteen minutes. It's perfect. There's a real creep hive. People, people love creep. It's a good one. Uh, my wife uh, watched it a long time ago, and it's been telling me forever to watch it. And I finally got around to it. And yeah, I watched. It good? 
Yeah, when did that movie come out? That's good. I watched that one twenty fourteen. Yeah, yeah, I remember <clears throat> watching it. I remember not enjoying it, but you know the found footage just get every time it gets me. Yeah, but it works in with the story. It's good. Check it out. That's uh, that's all I got. Check out the creep. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Kindle. Uh, I'm trying to think of what I. I mean, I watched my my Halloween staples already. Trick or treat. Cabin in the woods. I've still been watching uh, what we do in the shadows, the series. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I did watch a movie this week. Um, I watched Hypnotic on Netflix. It is um, Kate Siegel. It, I mean, if you've seen, like, if you turned on Netflix recently, it's probably been featured. Um, it's not by any means an original idea. Essentially, she sees a hypnotherapist and, like, bad things happen. Um, um, I won't say that I loved it. I do think it's worth a watch. Um, Sure, I'll recommend it. (laughs) (laughs) Glowing reviews. (laughs) Twist my arm. Yeah, sure, I recommend it. Sure, I recommend it. I mean, I'm pretty sure both of you guys would hate it. I didn't hate it. I didn't like it. wasn't I didn't overwhelmingly love it. I it just it was some stuff. Some plot stuff was such a stretch, and I was like, okay, came out, and it wasn't really original. I can't hate anything that Kate Siegel's in because right, she that's is. Why, like, I, I can't not recommend it because Kate Siegel. She was incredible. She always. She's so wonderful. Um. So now I may not enjoy the movie, but I can't hate anything that features. Uh, Kate, we're on a first watch it. Place. Watch it for Kate. Watch it for what Kate. What was this called? Night moves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hypnotic. Hypnotic. Oh, okay. I was close. Very close. All That's right. all I got. That's all <clears throat> I got. Um. All right. What did I watch this week? Um. We've been watching Squid Game on Netflix. I'm not finished with it. Um. I only have like a couple left. I think it's I think it's very good. Um, I know it's a I know it's a phenomenon. It's got a lot of elements of things I like, but um, you know, uh, I like it. I I, I can't say I love it, um, but I think it's very good. Uh, uh, my wife watched that and uh, I'd walk by when it was on and what I saw of it I was not impressed or interested so I think it's very good I don't love it I, I'll say sure I'll say sure I recommend it um, it's got to be a new <laughs> that's going to be a new level of recommendation <laughs> you got the stuff yes really no or uh, yeah <laughs> but now be careful <laughs> he's going to come after us um but yeah, I'll say sure I recommend it. Now I haven't finished it. I kind of think I got it figured out, but um it's uh you know, I think it's very good. I know it's it's very hot at the moment. Um and for good reason it's entertaining, but you know, if you know, if you're into like battle royal hunger games type stuff, um 
it's just basically what humans will do to survive and for money. So, um, you know, if you want to watch something super depressing, there you go. Uh, I typically go more lighthearted, but <laughs> there you go. Um, okay, so I did watch. Uh, I did watch a movie this week that was super fun. Um, it's a movie I've seen before, not really cared about, and then kind of started to warm up to, and now I've like entered just full on. Oh, I love this movie now. Halloween um, kills. <laughs> no. Um, okay, it was before I get to my good one. I did re- <laughs> I did try to watch. I listened to an interview with David Gordon Green. It was on the Big Picture, which is a podcast um, that I don't like listen to weekly, but every once in a while they have interesting stuff on there, and I like to hear it. So. Um, they were ranking horror movie franchises, which they got completely wrong. Um, <laughs> I'll call in and tell them someday. Um, but just completely didn't know what they were talking about there. But one of the guys has an interview one-on-one with David Gordon Green. And he talks about his writing process with Danny and with the other people that they write with. Um, how they use the same crew all the time for all their shows and their movies. And they're like... And they're like a big family and, um, you know, uh, how how passionate he is about this take on Michael Myers is do, that he's doing. And he's so passionate about it that he got me all excited. And I was just like, God damn it, I'm going to watch his movie again because, like, this is a dude that I respect. I love his, like, I love his, like, creative, like, uh, uh, you know, style. You know, I'm just, I'm into him. Like, I, I love everything he's saying. So I'm like, I'm going to watch his movie again. And get 15 minutes into Halloween Kills. And I'm like, this movie sucks. Like, I can't. <laughs> I can't watch it. I made it through Tommy's fucking speech. The boogeyman's coming. <laughs> like, I just, there's a moment in that when he's delivering it that the camera just, like, zooms in on his face real tight. And, like. It just this whole film is just poor choices all around. It is so stupid, and so I turned it off, and then um, because I just was like, I can't, I can't deal with this. Um, turned it off, and then I was like, you know what? No, fuck it. I gotta sit. I gotta watch this movie one more time to really understand. So I watched another ten minutes, and then I saw something else that I was just like, ugh, I can't remember what it was the second time. But I was just like, no, never mind. I don't, I don't want to do this. But I did find out, did we talk about this, that that Loomis thing was not CG? Yeah, we talked about that. Um, did we talk about that last week? A weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, whenever that was. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure we covered that because I was just like, that's insane. This is a dude in a facial prosthetic. Yeah, I don't know. That movie's a mess. I really like David Gordon Green. I'm going to see his third Halloween movie for sure. I'm going to see his Exorcist mm-hmm. movies um, for sure because I'm just interested in in what he's doing but um yeah uh got burned again on how i couldn't even finish it <laughs> didn't even get halfway through the boogeyman is coming <laughs> just <laughs> and he's coming for you um fucking tommy but uh, i will say i liked the uh opening credit with all the different jack lanterns if we didn't talk about that the first that time that was cool yeah i thought they that all was cool. in the flames yeah really cool and i like the score as i said anyway i uh, can't recommend that can't and won't but um <laughs> <laughs> can but will not ever um let's fast forward to uh michael myers and stewart 
in the, <laughs> yes. the house. Yes, I haven't got back to that scene again yet, but that is a fun scene. Um, I did watch, okay, now a movie I didn't like initially and uh, it's been winning me over, but I'm now in like full blown like support of is uh, George Romero's Land of the Dead. I've always liked Land of the Dead, man. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't, I don't know, because I guess maybe you're always thinking about like the original three and like they're so vastly different from each other. Um, but I guess when Land came out, it just wasn't what I was expecting. But now when I go back and look at it, I'm just like, okay. Dude, Land fits in with them fine. It does. I've always thought that. And also, Land is like, <laughs> Land is like they crossed escape from la with day of the dead and it's directed by george romero and i'm just like yeah. Yeah, this movie rocks <laughs> yeah i never understood uh, the hate for land of the dead since yeah I I it, it's up there with the other three there are four really solid romero zombie flicks it's it's really good dude i had so much fun watching it i bought the scream factory version um and i've had it for I bought it last year at some point. I just haven't gotten around to watching it. So I watched it this week and uh, just had a blast and a half. Good times. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. I like it. And I think that's all I got, folks. Get you a little land of the dead. Mm -hmm. I remember I went to the theater opening day to see that. Yeah, I, I definitely saw it in a movie theater and was probably disappointed when I left. But now I watch it and I love it. So, what did I know, Doug? I don't know. <laughs> well, um, next week uh, we will be back uh, talking about um, what we do in the shadows. <laughs> Uh, on this month's uh, limited uh, horror comedy series, TCR does horror comedy or something. Mm-hmm. Um, until then, Doug, where can they where can they track us down? As always, you can hit us up at carpenterantspod at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're on Facebook and Instagram. Just search the Carpenterants Podcast. You'll find us and follow us and like us and all that good stuff. And we're on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. Google Podcasts, anywhere you get a podcast. Yeah. If you, subscribe, if, follow. No, we're out here. We greatly appreciate it. Yep. Yep. Positive uh, reviews if uh, you're on a platform that does that. We'd appreciate that. If you got the time, thank you. I, You know what I've noticed when I was talking about the numbers earlier? One of the uh, – something I've seen a big increase in is uh, – <clears throat> platform that people are listening to us on and i saw a huge number of apple music not apple music um amazon music man they're trying hard to get their music shit going off the ground yeah they give it away for free all the fucking time i know well somebody's listening to this show through that format we just want to say thank you (laughs) yeah thank you yeah. If you're are you the person that's doing it, hit us up, carpenterranspot at gmail.com. Are you the Amazon bandit? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Kendall. Do you have any out of context show notes? You know, I don't. I'm sorry. I was having a lot of fun just shooting the breeze. About. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This was this was good stuff. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't I didn't think to take any out of context no. show notes. 
No need. Um, yeah, this was a fun conversation. This was a fun movie. Um, everybody should check it out. Thank you for mm-hmm. introducing us to it, Doug. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. Same. All right. Well, uh, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week. Um, as always, we are the Nobodies. I'm Caleb. I'm Doug. I'm Kendall. Keep on ranting. Oh, I should be like, keep on laughing. <laughs> no, you should have fucking said rant me or something like that. <laughs> rant me. <laughs> Boy, that's going to be misconstrued. (laughs) Hey, rant me. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Keep on ranting. Good time. (laughs) Thank you for listening to The Carpenter Rants. Subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Podbean. And Spotify.